Welcome to A Woman's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode of our lager series, we aim to unpack the arguably complicated Keller beer. I'm Joanne and this is Tori. Hello, hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. Um, yeah, so I, I think I agree with you there about our calendar. Complicated. It can be complicated. When I was doing my research on it, it's a little bit complicated. I think we can, I think we can unravel this mystery enigma of a beer. Yeah, because I think, so one of the beers that we're going to drink, I didn't really look at the style when I bought it. I read the description and I went, I like this. And I bought it and I think I accidentally put two in my basket and then I gave one to you. And this was well before we had this episode planned. Yeah. There's nowhere on it does it say that it's a Kelevit. There was nothing that that hinted. Uh, it didn't say on it. it, it this is, oh, but what I'm saying it? is it didn't say it on oh, it. Yeah. So I didn't know. That's I didn't get it for that particular reason. And it wasn't until I was looking up what it was for something completely different that I found out, oh, shit, it's actually a Kelevit. <laughs> I was like wow I had no idea and I was like I didn't anticipate that and then I feel like that's happened to me quite a lot or when we've looked into different like beer styles and I've been yeah. trying to google these different lager styles and then it'll be like Kelebeer, Kelebeer, Kelebeer and I'm like I'm so like it was it led me down a rabbit hole of confusion and I think I even said it on another lager lager episode that we did I was like I can't wait for us to unpack Kelebeers because I've got questions there's tis confusion I was googling myself i did some preliminary googling and i was like yeah there's 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 i felt like i wasn't speaking out of tone by saying (laughs) i was a bit confused because there's just so many things that i felt came into play that i was like oh now i'm confused and i don't know what to think so i'm hoping you can educate me today because i didn't look much beyond just a really high level overview just to validate if what i already knew and what i was already confused by still stood yeah, so I think this is a, an interesting one. I mean, from what I've read, having it from a can or a bottle is not the best way to do it. So I'll explain why that is in a minute. Interesting. Yeah, finding out information about Keller beer. I think the thing with Keller beer is Keller is a German word for cellar. So technically, this beer style, air quotes, is cellar beer. So it started out its life really is it was the bit the beers that came from the cellar. So we said before about um, in back in the day when there wasn't any um, refrigeration, they would have cellars and caves maybe where they would keep the beer especially lagers because obviously they need to ferment at colder temperatures um and so this beer would come from the cellar and it would protect like potentially the what the vessel that's coming out of maybe it was fresher so it was slightly cloudier um might be slightly darker like there's there's various different stories as is always the way with these this is tradition these beer ones you know there are different ways that it's it's talked about but a keller beer was unfiltered and or unpasteurized so it's probably got a little bit of cloudiness to it it's generally less clear and less clean tasting because there's still going to be a bit of that yeast that hasn't really dropped out 
as much as other fully fermented lagers because you're pulling it off of the keg and or whatever it's being stored in before it's necessarily f- fully finished. So it's from the information that I've been reading, which is why why I find this interesting. The bits that I've read say that the best, like really the one place you can get a true Keller beer is in Germany in beer gardens because it comes from the cellar. Interesting. Right? Although, I mean... We've got one of our beers today, Lost and Grounded Keller Pills, <laughs> is billed as a Keller beer. Um, Braybrook's I've seen lots that are billed Keller as Keller beers. Keller beer. Yeah. yeah. So I think that gets... This This is why this is a this can be a slightly complicated beer style. It's why I said it was complicated, because I know that there was another one that we did, and it, yep. was, it was like, that's the particular style was this other kind of lager. And then it was like it's a Keller beer and and then I was like oh well I'm so confused because I see that there are beers that are pitched as this is a Keller beer and then there's other beers that are different types of lagers that then say like Keller beer over it so it makes more sense when we say like you know this in the cellar but that was what was throwing me off is I'm like cool this is actually style like the style of the guy that it's yeah. listing it as is a Keller beer, and this one's just mentioning it in passing as yeah. as the description so of the can. <laughs> uh, maybe that maybe that's when they decide that it's like you know unpasteurized and unfiltered. They call it a Keller beer. Maybe that's an option as well. Um, also, just going to confuse you a little bit. Further, oh, please do. Because if you go look at BJCP guidelines, Keller beer is there. Uh, there's a pale Keller beer, and there's a an amber. Yeah, um, I saw that as well. And then I, this is exactly why I wrote the intro as it did. And I was hoping that all the information that I saw was correct because I had to validate because you know me. I'm like, I need yep. to make sure I validate myself seven times over before I write yep. any of that. Yep. And and even when you joined, I was like, does that intro make sense to you? And you were like, yeah, it sure does. Yep. So I, I had the exact same thing where I was like, cool, we're adding more complexities and confusion yep. Yep. to this matter. So hopefully... I mean, maybe we don't get definitive <laughs> answers, but at least we'll have all the facts. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, we're going to have a variety of different facts. Let's put them together <laughs> as, as as you will. Um, a really good article that I found about it was uh, on kegerator.com. I find that kegerator.com's information about beer styles is pretty good. So it's a good, I think it's a good source for you to go look at. Um, uh, that had both of the different colours listed on there um like again complicated it doesn't really like you don't really know why there's just <laughs> that's as complicated like, i couldn't really explain why it was complicated other than it was yeah, just... no it's just because what's what's really funny is like i feel like lager is kind of what is when you think about lager you think of lack of complications yeah I know, you think of like is... there's not much to hide behind <laughs> it's so straight hide behind it is Kelebis. so straightforward like it's the one lager that there's something to right. hide behind and then let's add, an- let's add another layer <laughs> oh this, right this is great let's keep right. going you know one one so, layer deeper beers that we've got today We've got the one that you got that wasn't that you didn't know was a. Oh, that I accidentally and and it turned out to be it turned out to be in the world's greatest beer book. I accidentally I found out after flipping through that that I accidentally pick absolute bangers of beers. (laughs) I've picked so many ones by mistake or had so many by mistake, quote unquote. She says, and then I've flipped through like some of these books of the greatest beers list, not just that book but other ones as well. And I've been like, had that specifically bought that one because i wanted to try that one it's like oh how do i do it so we've got that one that is 
pronounce that because you looked it up? Um, I believe so. From the 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 label, yes. it is ah ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's you. It's just you. No, no. English, yeah. Mm, it's there's yeah. an A on this label. There's an A next to it, really small, but not on this label. On the one that, oh, that okay. I'm looking at on yeah. the website, it's there's like a, a U on it. Just to, see, confusing. Well, I'm wondering if the background. Well, no, uh, no, that's a. It's like a little angel. In, yeah, I was gonna say interesting, <laughs> but I was like wondering if that was intended to like maybe BBA? take up the A, but it's yeah, on that no, one as well. So, so no, this one has an A and then a U after it, yeah. and it says A H H space. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh. There we go. There we go. Um, so we've got that one. And then we've got Keller Peels from Lost and Grounded. And then at the weekend, we picked up this beer, which is Cloudwater and Braybrook, and it is a Zwickle. Um, I thought that would make it a bit more interesting, just to add more dimensions right, of confusion. So, next layer, Zwickle beer. <laughs> Zwickle beer is also a sub-style... <laughs> Of Kelabir. How far um, down does this family tree sorry, go? Sorry. Um, and so, Zwicklebeer is supposed to be a younger, weaker, less hop forward, and usually darker version of a Kelabir. Um, it isn't allowed the same maturation time as a Kelabir. Also, another substyle could be Zoigelbeer. But it says that it's very difficult to tell that apart from a Zwicklebeer. Um, just other than Kellebeer, it's less hoppy, it's weaker, it's darker, it's more carbonated, and it's served younger. We'll so hold that phone. Maybe we'll maybe we'll get into that in a future episode. Who maybe knows? We'll look at but anyway, <laughs> that's the beers we've got. There are two different ones, um, whether it's a light or a dark, light or an amber. Um, let's shall we crack one of these? We can try and determine which of all of these things it is. This is going to be a fun guessing game. Because I'm very, because I'm not confused at all. Yeah, yeah. Right, interestingly, I've just gone and had a look. So I was just, I was just saying to Tori, because I've cut that big chunk of me trying to work things out. out. Um, It's complicated. It's complicated. Again, another layer we're going to put in here of complication for this beer style. Um, If you, so I use an app on my phone for the BJCB beer styles. There's a really good one that I've always used. I used it when I was studying for my Cicerone. It was you recommended good. it to me and it was really good. recommended it to you. Really good. Um, that one that's the, that I really liked is the good one has the 2015 style guidelines on it. Very end, like December of 2021, they updated. They're supposed to be updated every three years. Um, but because of COVID, it got put... No, every, every three to five years they update them. Should have been updated in 2021. Because of COVID, they didn't get updated. They then put out an update right at the end of 2021, um, which made me take my exam super quick because, <laughs> because they were changing the... Oh, no. Uh, because we'd learned everything from the 2015. Can you imagine? Can you imagine learning all that and then you missed it by like a day? Right. And they were like, then they were like, and August, we're updating the syllabus. <laughs> and you have to, if you take your exam after the, after august 2022 your syllabus will be different and it was like i've learned all of this stuff now so i took my exam very quickly luckily passed it um interestingly on the 2015 guidelines kellebeer was in category seven which is amber amber bitter amber bitter european lager along with vienna lager and alt beer um and there was kellebeer Kellebeer Pale and Kellebeer Amber was in that category. In the 2021 update, Kellebeer has completely been removed from that category. 
And then that's why I was like, oh, let me just go see where that's gone because it's moved. Um, and the app that I use isn't updated to 2021. There's a separate app, which is also called Beer Styles. And they've got loads of different, that's got the Brewers Association guidelines in it as well. So another good app to have on your phone. Um, so I just had a quick look at that. And Keller Beer has now been moved to historical beer. <laughs> Interesting. It is, yeah, it's now in category 27, historical beer. It's what's what I find really interesting about that, actually, is because I think when I tend to think of, like, historical beer, like, you don't tend to... I don't feel like I tend to associate historical beer with something that I see quite... Right. Like, quite regularly and quite common. Whereas I feel like I regularly see things build as a calibre whether that's the style or it's just a description i feel like i see calibre quite a yeah. lot um and and i don't feel like normally with these different historic beer styles that i see it quite that i see all of them quite as as common or at least the majority of them so that's why that's that's quite interesting that they've, that they've moved, moved it, it right? to a historic beer yeah. style as opposed to yeah i don't know interesting and then if you look at, at calibre's on untapped the style that the category that they're in on untapped is calibre's wickle beer so that's not like they say on it if it's historical style they've got a different chunk that's historical yeah. styles like it's not considered a historical style on untapped still so this is where it, or i i don't even want to go look at the brewers association because <laughs> goodness knows where that is on there there are so many different ones this is takes us back again to it's complicated. we made up beer styles <laughs> and brewers are going to brew what they want but um, when we look at Kellebeer for BJCP under historical Kellebeer, it says the original Kellebeer is a Marzen type lager from the Franconian region of Germany. But other traditional versions are based on Munich Hellers and Dunkel lagers, which is why we've got the different colours. Variations based on pills are a more modern invention with a wider international following and higher production. So you can get a Kellebeer that's like a Marzen, a Kellebeer that's like a Hellers. A, a keller beer that's like a donkel and a keller beer that's like a pills and all of those are quite different <laughs> as we are exploring through this lager range so that's what that's i think that i think the thing that makes it more confusing is like you'd and i'm sure that this is probably more so how it is used in in a lot of scenarios where it's more like to describe a particular like you should be going this is a whatever style lager right. and it is a keller beer because to be a Keller beer, these are the things that it ticks this box, which yeah. is, I'm guessing, how it is. But I find that it gets billed as its own, obviously, its own style, and it's listed as a as a style guide. But that almost makes it more confusing because it's not, it's not yeah. even close to being black and white. No. So <laughs> like think- it can be anything and everything. And <laughs> I think the overall impression information here in this in the 2021 style guides is is quite good. So I think maybe they've taken it out because actually they've realised it's complicated and they've tried to make it more simple for people. And also like a historical beer, you're going to get kind of tested on that less mm. when you're using the BJCP guidelines for things because obviously the a historical beer is less well available um and things like that so it says on the overall impression an unfiltered unpasteurized fully attenuated german lager traditionally served from lagering vessels again we've got these in cans and bottles so (laughs) we're debunking that um (laughs) maybe a little richer more robust and rustic than the base styles a fresh beer without fermentation defects associated with young green unfinished beer so it is a finished beer it's just a little bit less mature 
than your other ones. Um, got a bit more yeast in it. <laughs> I, I like that description. It feels like I feel like I can <laughs> relate. Feel like that's you? It's like finished, but maybe not as mature. Not I'm finished, yeah. but maybe slightly less yeah. mature. <laughs> I relate. I relate right. to you, Kellebeer. I reckon. And I'm complicated. You are complicated. <laughs> you are. I reckon we crack some of these bad boys and see if we can guess what their base style is. All right, that <laughs> sounds good. I feel like I feel like this is in the game as well. Like when we were when we were talking about uh, who would the different Buffy characters be in beer styles. It's like who would we be in beer styles? I might like based on what you've just said. I might I might be a Kellebeer. <laughs> All things considered. <laughs> Right, I'm really excited the, for this. We're starting with the Mars Brow. The ow. <laughs> ow. <laughs> the label, can I just as we're pouring this, can I just say what the what the label translated to? Yes. Uh I mean I don't know if this is the exact translation or not that's on the can because I haven't done this, but this is yeah. what is on all the websites. It says, This is why I bought it, was because I read this and I went, hell yeah. It says the U stands for Ungesprundet. I can't say that like you can probably say that. Um, which means unfiltered and outrageously good. Simply pronounced, ah, uh, oh. <laughs> an, an extraordinary yeast turbid specialty beer with a full-bodied smooth malt character. Pleasantly tart and lightly carbonated. It is a beer that goes just as well with a good meal as it does with a relaxing evening after work. Did somebody say cult beer? And I was oh. like, yeah. And then it says tradition <laughs> and craftsmanship for us. Uh these are not just selling points, most definitely not miss. We are a family-owned and operated business run with a conviction and passion for over four generations. We've been doing it simply for the sheer pleasure and enjoyment of our work. And I was like, all of this, I love all of this. I love all of it. And so, and then I was like, the label's like, I quite like how straightforward the label is. Yeah. I loved what it said on, on, on the label from the description on the website. I was like, I'm having it. I relate. Um, It looks beautiful. I'd say it's a little bit light for a Marzen. Probably the right colour for a festival. That's beautiful, that colouring and that yeah. head level. Look and you that. can see, like, it's not quite clear. Like, you can see that there's something in suspension in that liquid. Yes. Which is just yeast. <laughs> but it's so, like, it just looks like super, super tiny, teeny, yeah. tiny little particles. Yeah. It smells bready and toasty. It's my favourite smell. Yeah. It's my literally my favourite really beer smell. Good, that really good smell. My favourite smell. Like ooh. it's the it's the bready. That's yeah. my favourite lager smell in the world. Should we sip on it? Yeah, we should. Let's go for Prost. it. Prost. Prost. Oh yeah. Mm. I will say, oh yeah, that's amazing. The other reason I've got it is like on the front of it, it says Bamberger Special Tat or whatever. But I saw Bamberger and I went. That's the one. <laughs> yep, I just went, gonna have it. Compared to that seems to be what I really enjoy. <laughs> having it. The brewery is in Bamberg. Yeah, I was um, like, having so it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was all I needed to hear. It's all I needed to hear. And I was like, yep. I do think it's like fuller and richer. I feel like there's a very noticeable... Like the bitterness is noticeable... I'm usually, as I've said many a time, I'm much more, like, I am quite sensitive to bitter, but the way it lands, like, with that grainy, like, yeah. toasty, toasty element, yeah, the, the way it lands with that yeah. feels like it just works so well, yeah. like, it works so harmoniously. 
and it just makes it really nice and like yeah rich for sure 5.2 percent very easy drinking yeah Ooh, I like it. it like I, could drink... I like the back as well. It says what the hops. I can tell well yeah. enough that it says what the hops are. Halitau. Halitau Perle. And I'm guessing that's the bitterness level. So it's on the lower yeah. end. Like if you look at the video, not only can you see my amazing late '80s, early '90s dungies, but you can see the back of this label. Yeah. As well, I quite like that and how it's got like the hops rating for the. I'm guessing that has to translate to bitterness for sure. Yeah, I would say so. Um, but yeah, it's got the hops listed. I'm guessing that's the the wheat. That is, I quite like that. That's cool. It's delish. It's really enjoyable. I mean, any time I've ever had a beer that's like, air quotes, Keller beer, I've always enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I think, I said, I just knew. I was like, it's for Simbamberg. I'm going to enjoy it, aren't I? Do you reckon that's a pale or an amber? <laughs> mm, I would say it's close. For me, I would say closer to an amber, probably. Okay. Mm, I think so. I think it's a little bit... I don't think it's fully there, but I don't. I think yeah. it's kind of in the middle. I would say if I had to go one side or the other, I'd, it'd be hard. But I think yeah. I'd say, like, for me, I think that would be in the middle. I suppose it's got the more toastier flavours of a, of a darker mm. lager. Hmm. Interesting. I'd be interested to see what the other ones look like compared to it. It's really hard because I just want to keep drinking that. <laughs> this is a really properly fit. This is the what's really funny is this feels like the first time that we're going into like a style episode, and you're like, here, let's lay out all the facts and figures and all that. But like, there's so many conflicting yeah. facts and figures that we're having to play a guessing game with style guidelines. <laughs> Yeah. And that is what I think is fab. It's the fact that we're like, cool, we've got the style guidelines. Which part of that do you think it is? We don't know. Like, because it's not, it's not like, um, because I think like you have other ones where you might be like, here's a style, and then there's like a sub style or yeah, whatever, and it will say, oh, it's this style, this subcategory of that particular style. So you can go, oh, I kind of know what to expect from that. This is just a bit like. Just as Kellebeer, I've no idea. And and this bottle being a brown glass bottle, it's not like I can work out all the cans. It's not like I can work out like this is what to expect. I can only liken it to when we get into that whole like fest beer, that whole like debacle. And it's like you know, my you get a can of that, and then you just go, "This is not it. This is not the one. Not the one. It's not what I was expecting when I opened it." Although I feel like you can guarantee that a Keller, a Keller beer will be delish. Oh, completely. I mean, obviously, obviously Fest Beer and Marzins are delicious as well. But if I'm after... Really if you're after Marzins one and you get the other... If you are new here, listeners... You would have heard us talking about it every Oktoberfest. If you are not new here, I apologise I'm bringing it up yet again. But it is the hill I will die on. Is that Marzins should be a Marzins and a Fest Beer should be a Fest Beer. Why can't Marzins just taste like Marzins? Why can't Marzins taste like Marzins? <laughs> Can make you a t-shirt with that. Yes, oh. I will wear it. I will wear it and I will wear it in Germany. Oh, that would be excellent. <laughs> I would love that. Uh, right, let's crack open this Keller Peels and let's do a little comparison, shall we? Because I think that's the Sounds best good. way forward with this beer style. Right, I'm going to put this to the side. Save that for later. And, I mean, uh, God, my killer I I've like had this I'm... many. I, I have had this many times. Um, because for me, this is available in supermarkets 
the like I'm not in Bristol. I imagine it's even more sort of like readily available around yeah. the, the Bristol area. But I know exactly where I can go to get this locally in in a supermarket near me, and I have gotten it before because um, I've actively wanted it and and seeked it out. Um, yeah, I I'm, I really like this one personally, and I so. feel like. You know, whenever you pick up a beer that's lost and grounded, it is going to be great. Absolutely. They're a solid brewery. You know that these beers are going to be really good, no matter what it is. Like at Bristol Craft Beer Festival, I had their, um, I think I had their Goes. The Goes was really nice. Yeah, the Goes was really nice. I think it was called. Yeah. So good. I had like a fruit Berliner Weiss from there. What's well, like so when it's a lager? When it's so a lager, you know that you're yeah. just like they. Yeah, this is their this is their wheelhouse. Yeah. This is what they do. When it's something that's not a lager, you can still guarantee it's going to be good. <laughs> yeah, it's and, you, you know you're going to get a good beer from there. And I have felt like I'm not suggesting that everybody that puts stuff out on supermarkets by any means it's sacrificing quality over. You know that is yeah. not what I'm suggesting but i think there is a stigma overall that's like oh when things get to distribution level of you can get it more easily accessible in a supermarket sometimes there are people that feel like the quality goes down and then there are instances where that is that is valid yeah um but i feel like any lost and grounded that i've had from a from a supermarket has been just as good as as kind of the quality has been i don't feel like they go well, we have to make cuts to make sure that it. <laughs> not that, not that I think anyone's really think that, but you know that there are yeah. bigger breweries that probably do that. I don't feel they go into it going. Oh, it's always been very good. Yeah. So, yeah, right, big lost and grounded fan. Crack this open. See what the difference is between the two. What What do you think? Where do you think it's going to sit color wise? I can't, I'm trying to rack my memory, and I can't remember, remember what it physically looks like. So I've had a lot of lost and grounded. <laughs> I, was like, I feel like it's paler, and it is indeed. Oh, it's very pale. This is definitely this is, paler. So here. this is exa- okay. This is the exact reason as well. The ones like this that I remember having, which is why when you said, "Oh, is it amber or, or pale?" Yeah. I've said this no, is more towards right, the amber. Actually. Yeah. As I was like, this doesn't look quite remotely pale enough for me yeah. for this to be pale. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look at the and head I, on I, that. Like, one. Because it's like, yeah, it's got a ma- really great head on it, and I think because it's Keller Peels hot bitter lager i think probably this is a uh, we could potentially surmise that this is a german peels base maybe mm. it doesn't smell quite as like mm. it's grainy it's more grainy than it yeah. is uh like toasty, toasty pretty goodness uh and i would say that when you're looking at them next to each other while this one is still has that slight haze to it i don't feel like this what the lost and grounded one looks like it has those little particles like floating in it in the same way yeah, that the, the Mars brow does. I think it's still hazy. It's definitely still yeah. got it's that not, touch to it, but it doesn't look like it's bright. actually got proper... Yeah. Whereas this looks like there's stuff suspended in it. The the caterpillars does not. Oh, there's a little bit of lemony note to it as well. Yeah, I was going to say a slight citrus pop. I would even almost say, not just lemony, I would almost say like a Potentially a touch of like grapefruit, like a little kiss of yeah. grapefruit in there. Right. Oh, it smells good. Sip. Prost. Prost. <laughs> I feel like that's every time we have any style like those. Prost. <laughs> oh. So it's just so much light, like it feels lighter. Yeah. It feels lighter and more 
I feel like I could drink them both in a high volume, but this one feels like the Keller Pills feels like you could have it just a little bit longer without feeling full. Yeah, I feel like the other one's got that richness, which mm. is the reason why Mars and Stop being the top beer of. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. I could have that for I mean, days. Right? So, but I think you could definitely drink more of this. It's got that real like rustic loaf breadiness mm. crackeriness to it that i really enjoy i think there's more of that like the crackeriness is towards the back end like initially it's yeah. definitely like that grainy bit and then you get that heavier heavier cracker like at the back end and there's a bitterness but it's very 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 su- yeah. in comparison the bitterness here is a lot more subtle i think like, lovely sweet grassy hop notes in there I like it. I would argue more delicate, probably, Ooh. in flavours. And I think even though we said there's kind yeah. of that citrus pop to it in the aroma, you don't really you don't really get that in the flavour itself. I don't, anyways. I don't really get as much yeah, of that. No, I don't it's it's the, way more obvious it. in, the, in yes. the aroma than it is in the taste. Yes, I would agree with that. I mean, I, I suppose part of the refreshing note of it is probably a little bit that citrus, but it's, yeah, it's much more... Not it's not as identify. It's not as yeah. obviously identifiable. Yeah, as identifiable as in the aroma. Mm. That's lovely. It is really easy drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, would pair. I mean, back on a sunny day. Absolutely. I feel like in the sun. Oof. That would. Absolutely. I mean, all of like. I feel like both of these so far would yeah. be my choice because I think the Mars brow would make me feel like I was on holiday. Yeah. This makes me just feel like I could enjoy this in the sun oh. with snacks. I love how like rich German beers make you feel like you're on holiday. Uh, and, and I've never been like, to Germany. <laughs> and you let you like to point out that you've never been to Germany. That I haven't. I haven't. But it does make it gives me holiday vibes because I think that sometimes tends to be like if I go on holiday someplace <laughs> in Europe, depending on where it is, depending on where I'm going, what I'm doing, I tend to go more for that style of of beer if I'm out and about. Not not so much in more recent years where I think some of the places I've gone to have had more development with craft beer but like when you're in areas where there's not a lot of like hype like craft craft beer you can always I feel like you can always get like classic German lagers and and whatever else so that tends to be maybe why I like put it together with holiday (laughs) but yeah I'm uh I'm a big fan of both of them. Which one so far? Like, is, do you have one style that you gravitate more than the other? Because I think for me, I like. I don't think I could choose. It would be like choosing between your favorite children. Uh, you're yeah. like, I like them both, and it depends on the day. <laughs> Some yeah, days you're like, this one stopped here, and the other ones you're like, today you're terrible, and I like your sibling better, and that's just how it is. But I think it just depends on the what I'm doing and, and the vibe. Depends on which of these two that I think I'd be ordering. Yeah, at the bar. definitely. Like, it depends on what mood I'm in. It depends on who I'm with and what I'm doing. Like, do I want to sip it and, like, really taste and properly taste it? Or am I out with friends and I'm drinking something that's tasty, but I'm concentrating on my time with them rather than, you know, the complexity of the beer in my glass? Like, it, yeah, I, they're both. They both have their place. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think pedestals. I don't think either of them for me are sticking around particularly long. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> They're both very tasty. Yeah. Um, do you want to hear a little bit more about Keller beer that I found out from the Oxford Companion to beer? Oh, go on then. Um, so, interestingly, like if you go like back, back, back in the day <laughs> to 
back, back, back it up. <laughs> right. Um, it says from the Oxford Companion to beer, that if it's brewed true to style, the Keller beer has very little carbonation because it was traditionally matured in wooden casks without a bung. So kind of almost a bit like cask beer. Yeah, it was just, I I wasn't, because I'm not as much of an expert on cask beer yeah. and I don't drink as much cask beer, I was going to say that makes me feel like that is similar to cask beer, but I know that I, I know what I don't know. Yeah. And I was like, not willing to say it definitively. So at least that's proven to me as well that I was not on the wrong train thought. Yep. So then if it was transported, then they'd put a bung in it. Um, much like cask beers. Uh Nowadays, they are usually fermented in stainless steel fermenters. Um, and then, as we have them today, they can be bottled or bottle kegged, canned, so they can be sent much further afield. Um, they used to be between 5 and 5.3%. Nowadays, they think they contain less alcohol um, and they might be mildly filtered. So the Mars Brow was... That's 5.2 and this one's 4.8. Oh, there we go. So, yeah. I love the label on this one as well. Yeah. Such a nice, peaceful label. Um, It says here that enthusiasts, especially in Franconia, feel that Keller beers make great aperitifs when served to stimulate the appetite before dinner. I can see... Well, that wouldn't be where my brain would go. I can see how that is a thing because like this one in particular, this lost and grounded one in particular, I feel like it's got my like my my salivary glands yeah. going with the I don't know, I guess maybe it is a little bit of that bitterness. I mean, when I'm in Germany, I like a pre dinner beer. <laughs> I mean I do too. <laughs> I feel like all these flaves that come together when I when yeah. I too am in Germany. Um, but I feel like when all these flaves just come together it is definitely making me just like, oh, I could just snack on something. Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, so I think so far, I think we've done a pale and a number. I think <laughs> we can say we've done that. Tick. Um, shall we now crack the Zwickle? We shall. And see what that's all about. Um, so this is Clearwater and Braybrook. We've definitely, like, I feel... Like we definitely, throughout these series, we are definitely hitting all the really good lava All of them. Oh, this one's a bit foamy foam. She's a little bit foamy. All right. Oh, it's definitely pale. Yep. It's 5% ABV, mind. Only, well, interestingly, I would say it's mid, not exactly middle ground between the two. It is oh, closer yeah. to the pale end. But I would say it's if you're looking at the video right now, it's in the middle of of, of it. It's not I'm as phys- pale. I mean, I'm physically holding it in the middle. It's not as pale, but it's definitely not as yeah amber. Ooh. Give that a sniff and tell me what you think. It smells floral. Yeah. To me, that's interesting. Not what I was expecting. From this initial oh. smell, it smells more, uh, almost a bit like a little bit of citrus, like lemony citrus and floral notes. Not so much any grainy biscuit, any uh, toasty, bready, like none of that. It is more just lemony and, yeah. and floral. And floral. Right. So I have read the can. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and I can tell you what that is. So this is a fresher take on the traditional Kelebeer style. 
Um, made with Braybrook, uses Bavarian yeast, malt and hops, and brewing processes, but was fermented on the hops for a delicate but bright hop character. So that's why we're getting more of those hops, because of the technique that they used when fermenting it. Doesn't say what what ones. I was just going to say, does it say what hops? Um, So we know that Perle was in the first one. Uh, Lost and Grounded used Magnum, Perle and Halitale Mittelfruit. Let me see if I can look this up and see if it'll tell us, because that would be useful, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. I wonder if it tells us. It does not. <laughs> of course it doesn't. <laughs> this is like, I, I love Cloudwater, I love Braybrook, <laughs> but what I don't love is when you just you just want to know, like, what is... Because it makes it really hard when it says, oh, to bring out the hot cat. Like, I wouldn't... It wouldn't even normally mind, with the exception of it says, oh, to bring out the hop character. Yeah. But then you're like, the hop character of what hop? Yeah. I just want to know what hop. Come on, you know you know that we're, we're big geeks. We want to know these things. I do want to know these things. And when people don't care, I'm like, why don't you care more? Care, <laughs> care more. I mean, people, we assume that if you're, you're <laughs> listening to us, that you also care. And it's if you don't, if you don't, that's equally okay because I fine. probably that's care fine. enough for the both of us, and that's yeah. fine. Um, but I like that nerdy stuff because I like digging into it and then be like, "Do right. I get this? Do I get that? Where is this coming from? Have I got that right? Have I got it wildly wrong, or is it just coming off really? Am I more sensitive to a particular thing than another thing?" Yeah. Um, but I can't do that when you don't tell me what the hops are. No, it does not say. Just did a quick Google as well. I'm sure we could probably message on instagram or something and ask the question but it'll be too late yeah. it'll be gone by then i don't know I, it's not gonna last that long traditional bavarian hops then it's probably one of the one of the halotels probably maybe some perle like it's it, it's probably the same hops but we ha- we can't tell you for certain dear listener because we can't find that information all right we can drink in it now yes we can prost prost <laughs> it's like don't you forget don't you don't you go quiet on me. It's definitely more citrusy, florally, hoppy. I'm taking a minute to just process it. Because actually I find this is more complex almost than I thought it was. So yes, I got the... Uh, like what I'm getting was also in the aromas. I think even though sometimes you have those aromas when you go in your head, oh, it's especially if it's like some form of a lager, you kind of just go, you almost don't expect some of this type of complexity that I'm getting from. Like, I think with everything we just had, which they were ama- like amazing, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to have this much depth of flavours. Yeah, it's far more complex in its flavours. I'm wondering... Because you're really getting that, like, florally, I'm do this purpley... Hold on. Oh, she's swallowing, uh, holding her nose and then breathing out. This is the technique where you can nearly spit it out. I almost, I almost <laughs> spat almost it out. Did. I almost spat it out, not because of the technique. I almost spat it out because of how you chose to phrase that. <laughs> with no context if someone's just listening to this. I and it made me... Because, because, like, with Kellebeer, I'm, I'm not fully mature. <laughs> So when you say stuff like that, it's gonna make me chuckle because I don't I'm not even fully know mature. What I said. You went, she's swallowing, she's swallowing, and then I 
lost it and almost spat it it out. I apologise, listeners. (laughs) It almost went to rude territory. (laughs) (laughs) Joanne. (laughs) Yeah, there's just like such a... Like a sweet, I would say, like a, um, my descriptors for this one, like the things that jump out, that, that shout at me the most are floral and like a sweetness to it. I wouldn't say sweet, but a yeah. sweetness to it compared to the other two that we had. Like they don't have that same level of sweetness for me. So this is what I wonder. So um, a Zwicklebeer is a younger version like a less mature version of the um keller beer so i'm wondering if that fermenting on the hops is then and it is giving you those more complex flavors it's giving you like a grassy herbally um citrusy hop note and if you have got a younger beer you're going to get more grassy hop from it so i'm wondering if that technique is there because you know to kind of emulate what you would get if you were drawing it off of the tank before it is fully mature. What I think is potentially interesting as well is this one is a 5%, whereas the Lost and Grounded, for example, being the 4.8%. So it sits in the middle yeah. of them because the uh, Mars Brow is the 5.2, yeah. the Keller Pills is a 4.8, and this is bang on 5. So literally slap bang, slap bang in the middle of it and... I would actually say, like, out of all of them, this tastes probably like it was a lower... Like, in my opinion, it tastes like a lower ABV than that. It feels slightly thinner. Yeah, um, but I don't think it's even that. I think it's just, like, because it's the lighter, sweeter notes, the way they're landing. Like, I I would have guessed that out of all of them, this was the lowest ABV. I think I could drink less of this one than the other two. I'm, I need another sip to determine that. I don't know how to just because like love hearts isn't the way I want to describe it, but that's what's what sticking mean. out in my brain. Like, I know what you like, mean. um, oh, what are those called? The little like purple, the Palmer Violet. Palmer Violet's like that is. I don't yes. know why, because it's not that sweet. Like I think if it's I were terrible. to just des- if I were to describe it that way, people would immediately be like, oh, really? Sugar? It's yeah. like no. no. But that's the thing that no, keeps I popping totally every time I have a sip and the breathe out. Like when I'm yeah. just here, I've 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 swallowed my sip of it. It is just yeah, no, la- right. like the lasting oh, flavor in my head. I'm just going love heart slash Palmer Violet. Yeah. Like I don't. No, I totally get that. Smarties for the, the American thing. crowd. Smarties <laughs> is what I'm thinking of. I think that's the thing because I feel like this one's more carbonated. Mm, um, yeah, and I just that makes me feel like I would drink less of it. Um, just personally I almost don't hold on let me go back round because I almost don't know if it is that much more carbonated for me it just feels on the tongue like it's got more carbonation in it hang on hang on I'm going back through but I needed some water first oh it's really weird having them all back to back because they are so this is like the most parallel universe (laughs) because it's like we're doing a longer series of a particular style and I'm like they're also wildly different (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but all of them are exactly as they're supposed to be. Like it is just... Kelebeer. <laughs> oh, this... Do... I really do feel like if I'm going to... This was the... This is the beer style that I would have least least associated myself with. Yeah. But actually feel like having done this episode is probably the closest to me personally <laughs> as a person. Okay. I love it. 
Um, but yeah, I think, I don't even know if I would say it's the least carbonated for me. Like, mm, the most carbonated. The most carbonated for me. It is, there's like a tiny, tiny touch, but that's not what would be a description for me. I think why I couldn't drink this as as much as the other two or for as long as the other two because i actually really quite enjoy this it's a little bit different it's a little bit um is like refreshing in its own way i think for me i'd struggle to drink this in a higher volume a because of that floral and that sweetness element is not there is almost (sighs) the other two the flavors that are there are what you can just they pair with so many different things there's nothing that's really sticking out that doesn't pair with a variety. Whereas like, I don't know if I'm set, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this in a way that it doesn't sound Because that's not, I don't mean it in the way that it probably sounds that I'm explaining it, but like a florally element to it is a more bold characteristic that can, that you have to pair more carefully with other things so it's like i couldn't just be like i'm gonna have any snack right now and have this and it also feels like that flavor after a while like it would just be a lot it's really lovely as a can or even a few yeah but if you were at an oktoberfest for example like where you're just drinking all day like could i have just that all day i don't know i think it might be it might end up being a bit much for me I think it's a treat or like a, oh, that's a, a Zwickel. I'm going to try that. Palate cleanse in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think, I don't think you'd do a sesh of it. No. I don't think I could session that in the same yeah, way. Fair. But I think that is just, that yeah. is also what comes with it having the more layered, complex yeah. flavours to it. It's like you, you you shouldn't, it's not meant to necessarily be, be sessioned in the same way. Um, do you want a fun fact? Yeah, I absolutely always, exclusively always, only tell me fun facts. Right, so I've got to find this now so I say it correctly. Um, So, why are they called Zwickle beers? It's a fun name, isn't it? Yeah, Zwickle. so it's because, like, so as we've said, they ca- they're less mature, they're taken off of the barrel, the cask, the fermenting vessel, um, and the little spelt that's used to do that is called a zwickle, I believe. Just double checking that I've, I've pronounced it correctly, because you know how good we are at pronouncing things. We do our best. <laughs> <laughs> but there's always going to be that one person that's like, why didn't you Google it and still be able to pronounce it in the <laughs> in yeah. the original dialect? Yeah. So I found this. I found this other good uh, article on alcoholprofessor.com that's written by um, M. Salter, who is uh, yes. one of panels. Yes. Um, and she went through. Share that and, shit. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. And uh, and then she's like, "What's a zwickle bit? Is it the same?" Again, various different thoughts on it. Um, but it's thought that it's a fresh version of a Keller beer. And it refers to a sample off the tank as the pigtail used to siphon the beer is called a zwickle. <laughs> Remember, in beer, this is great. Thank you, M, for this brilliant. I think this sums up the episode perfectly. Remember, in beer, there are a lot of right answers. <laughs> Thank you, M. That is exactly what this episode has been about. All the right answers, and they're all correct. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's deep. Yeah. That is deep and uh, <laughs> it resonates with me. And yeah, 
I don't disagree. But yeah, no, these have been, it's just really interesting to see. And so we do have another one that we're not drinking today. Um, Maybe a bonus episode. Yeah, I wasn't going to, I was just going to leave it. I will out myself. It's been a week. (laughs) I was, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for that. Like what was great was the fact that when we both showed up with two completely different beers, at least we had all the same beers today. I just had one extra one. Yeah, you just had an extra one. (laughs) But yeah, let's, you know, we might just decide we can't wait we just want to drink it yeah. or maybe it'll be a bonus episode we'll see but it'll it's be really interesting her. because again this one so i've had beers of theirs but not the keller beer yeah um and this one's also in a brown glass bottle so no way of working it out so <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be that's gonna be fun to find out what that is and i'm really looking forward to it to be honest yeah more tasty german beer what what's not to like <sighs> oh i love german beer and i hate that i'm just like it's what's really what i find really interesting is like the amount of this is a bit of a tangent but you know what you've got a shorter episode today so just be happy we were pretty sure i think because it's been so they're all right answers (laughs) they're so much we've been succinct we've been succinct in confusing you even more (laughs) this is yeah the shortest episode but probably arguably the most confusing episode um so I feel like I'm okay to tangent on this, but like, what's really interesting is just when people are always like, "Oh, we love the German beers because of how it's just so straight to the point, and so there's no frills." It is, you know, not not Keller beers, um, but like, I enjoy just a really good, no frills, straight to the point German beer, just as much as I enjoy a big imperial smoothie or smoothie sour or pastry stout yeah. or whatever like i enjoy all them things or like <laughs> all the beers or like yeah like a like a dutch like i will enjoy a flanders red oh, a duchess and then be like oh that com- those complexities though and then be like but also today i just want to have a no frill straightforward <laughs> red heights <for> God. <laughs> like that is i'm like this is <laughs> like both things both things and i feel like Kellebeer really sums that up in the sense of like what is it <laughs> what really is it <laughs> it is many things and and we can appreciate them all in, yep. in all of their all of their formats so we can this is yeah it says a lot about a podcast not just not just about me as an individual but us as a podcast it's like no matter what format you are of a Kellebeer, we still you love welcome. you and you're still welcome here. You're welcome on a And we don't room. care if you're under guidelines number seven, <laughs> guidelines number 20. Due to 27, if you've been bumped. If, you've been, if they did you dirty, you. if they're calling you old and historic, we don't oh. care. Oh. We love you. We still love you. <laughs> there we go. I mean, there's really not much else. This has been a very succinct. Normally, people get us like, "Ram, we have to cut it off at an hour and yeah. a half." This is like, if we hit forty-five minutes, it'll be a miracle. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's I mean, so dear listeners, if you've got more questions for us about Kellebeer, you can send them to us, and we can look into it. Uh, oh, the answers if, are all yes. <laughs> so, the, answers are, the, the answers are all yes. If you yes. want to ask Tori those questions, then the answer will be yes. Tori, where can they get hold of you? Yeah, if you just, I will just straight up be like, yes. 
Um, if you want to just talk to me about how, how much more I feel like I really relate to a Calabir, even though this is probably not the style I would choose to relate to. It's just the one that I do relate to. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism, or you can email some suggestions in of, of great Calabirs to try. Um, all different varieties we'll play a guessing game like just let us know we'll, maybe we'll buy more and we'll just do a guessing game although we can't really do that because there's no real right answer so it will just be us guessing and being yeah. like i guess we're right because we've guessed it all um, the are <laughs> they're all correct um you can email in at adventures in optimism at gmail.com if you want to suggest ones for both of us to try you can find us both on a woman's brew on instagram facebook uh x but we're realistically not going to be there or you can we don't really go there it's like the lion king and they're like it's everywhere the light touches and they're like what's over there and we're like that's x and we're like don't go there don't that's go not there. that's not the place um so yeah we just don't but you can still try maybe we will but yeah, instagram's better really for us um but yeah you can also email us email us in suggestions for i don't know calibers or just breweries we should try or just help justify the fact that we should really go to Bamberg if I'm being completely we honest. We do go to Bamberg. We do. That's, that could be the one. Um, yeah. yeah. Email us at a woman's brew podcast at gmail.com. Joe, if people want to ask you because you are far more the person that you did the research for this one, I did not do really any research for this one. Where can people ask you and become more confused? The research for this one was quite difficult. So I apologize, <laughs> dear listeners, because it was very confusing. Hopefully we've cleared up some things. Um, oh, we didn't. <laughs> this is my this is my um, my uh, disappointing affirmations. I'm like, maybe we cleared up things. Maybe we maybe didn't. We didn't. Maybe we didn't. One of the one of those things. Maybe we're just telling you to go drink delicious beer and don't worry about it. Um, which this that's is. the these, one. These are all delicious beers. Just go drink them. Um, <laughs> let's not worry about it. Uh, you can come and ask me any question about beer that you would like at my beer school, which is Love Beer Learning, and I am on facebook instagram x tiktok and pinterest but realistically you're gonna find me on instagram so come over there um you can come to my website i've done three blog posts this year i'm so proud of you because that is more than i probably did in all of last year when that was my goal (laughs) um uh so you can go over to my website which is lovebeerlearning.co.uk check out my blog there there's going to be stuff about beer styles and stuff there that you can have a look at or you can email me lovebeerlearning at gmail.com let us know what else you want to hear from us because we want to make things that you want to listen to. Wow. Right. Let's go finish these delicious beers. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers.